0: This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. The search for the remaining suspect in the stabbing attacks in Saskatchewan over the weekend is now in its fourth day. Meanwhile, as Dan Karpanchuk reports, the James Smith Cree Nation is still in shock and grieving after 10 people were killed and others wounded.
1: The intense manhunt has again spread to the entire province of Saskatchewan for 30-year-old Miles Sanderson, the remaining suspect. His brother Damien, the other suspect, was found dead Monday on the reserve. A possible sighting of Miles Sanderson on the reserve yesterday proved to be false, and earlier reports that he might be in Regina have not borne out, according to police. But in the James Smith Cree Nation, 120 miles northeast of Saskatoon, relatives of the victims are grieving, many of them for Gloria Burns, a respected elder and a first responder who was killed when she took the call for help. My sister was a a very caring Woman. Um, she had time for everyone and uh, tried her best to look after everyone. You know, this tragedy that happened here on our land, it's all because of drugs and alcohol. Police have still not been able to provide details about the motive for the attacks. They say some of the victims appear to have been targeted, while others were selected at random. Miles Sanderson has a lengthy criminal record, and according to a parole board document, he has a history of violent offences, including assault. He now faces three counts of first-degree murder, as well as attempted murder. Police have warned the public to be cautious, adding that he's believed to be armed and dangerous. Meanwhile, three of the victims remain in hospital in critical condition. For National Native News, I'm Dan Karpinchuk.
0: Members of the Apache Stronghold, a coalition of Apache people, other Native people, and non-Native allies, held a day of prayer Tuesday in San Francisco as they continue their fight to protect a sacred site from a proposed copper mine. They're seeking a rehearing in their case in the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals in San Francisco against the U.S. to protect Oak Flat in Arizona from resolution copper. Oak Flat is located within National Forest land east of Phoenix and is part of a land swap approved by Congress in 2014 between the federal government and the company. In June, the court ruled two to one in favor of the government's decision to transfer Oak Flat to the company finding it does not burden the religious practices of Apache people. Members of the Apache stronghold say the sacred land is now on the chopping block, and if mined, Oak Flat will be swallowed in a massive crater, ending the religious and traditional practices in the area forever. The case is being considered for a rehearing in front of a full 11-judge court instead of the three-judge panel. Native pop recently showcased indigenous music in downtown Rapid City. South Dakota Public broadcasting C.J. Keene has more.
2: Labor Day weekend brought Rapid City its first annual pop fest at Main Street Square. It was a full day of music across genres. LaFon Janice is the executive director for Native pop. She says there's a value to providing performance stages to Native musicians.
0: The lyrics are amazing and it's relevant to our lives and... Uh, We brought in artists from around the country, and then, of course, we had local artists as well. We all experience a lot of the same social issues. It was really cool to see, and it's good for our youth to be able to see this.
2: One of those performers was Welby June. He describes his sound as soul music and says engaging with art builds connections.
1: It's great to have this platform to help the local community see the different facets of Native folk. That's uh, incredibly helpful in building a community relation in Rapid City and
2: around the area. Janice says Native Pop hopes to make more musical events possible in the future. For National Native News, I'm CJ Keene.
0: And I'm Antonia Gonzalez.
3: National Native News is produced by Kowanek Broadcast Corporation, with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by the American Indian Higher Education Consortium, working to ensure tribal colleges and universities are included in our higher education system. Information on 37 tribal colleges and universities at AIHEC.org. Support by BNSF Railway, proudly supporting the nation's economy by moving the goods that feed, supply, and power communities across the country. More at bnsf.com slash tribalrelations. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.